0: Again to another edition here of Mind of Magnus on 106.3 FM WRFC L.P. Roger Rocha Free Radio and as always the cool kids are listening in online on Rocha to so hopefully you guys are having fun thanks for messaging in the last couple of weeks we had some great guests and it's going to be uh, continue on that theme we're having more great guests that's because you guys have been letting me know who I should have on who should be talking what ideas to share and it's all thanks to you lovely folks you guys can message me at any point in time here at Magnus Apollo on Twitter or mindofmagnus at gmail.com. You can also message my guy in the box, the guy who makes this show sound as awesome as it does, the talented man, Mr. Matt Obscure himself. Hey, Matt, how you doing? Good evening, how are you, Magnus? I'm doing great, I'm actually happy. I think it's springtime, my system has kicked in. I I think snow may be over, I know I'm jinxing it, I know it's only May coming up here soon, but I think actually uh, the weather is uh, doing pretty good, pretty happy.
1: It's nice, isn't it? I was outside with like a t-shirt on, walking around. It's great.
0: I was later in the day because early in the day it was still cold. I had to keep the windows closed. The cats were complaining because it didn't let them go outside, but it's doing pretty good. Uh, But all in all, it's been doing pretty great. Um, And also, uh, I got to give a shout out real quick. I would like to do this is what people that make this show possible. uh, One such people are the team of Air Rec Radio. Air Rec Radio, uh, go to airrecradio.com or listen here on the station. They are also some very talented guys that play along here on the station with us. Uh, But go to airrecradio.com, see their old podcast, see what's going on. Check them out on Facebook. You can watch them live as they do. Our radio, their own radio show here as well. Corey and Stacy, two cool guys. Uh, and the other people I want to give a shout out to are the uh, wonderful folks that are the Patreon supporters for the Roster Free Radio. Uh, we can't do it without you guys. Thank you for supporting us. We don't give out tote bags. We give out love, admiration, and uh, random goofy content like this. So it's all thanks to you guys couple bucks a month, all we ask, so if you can do that, let us know. Uh, if you are uh, a Patreon supporter for the show here, uh, please let me know, because I want to send you guys a thank you, what I can do for you guys. I can at least doodle out a picture for you. I've sent out a handful of doodles for those who are supporters here of the roster Free Radio, but uh, let me know, send me a screenshot, you, you're doing it, or something else, just let us know you love us and support us. I want to give a thanks to those folks. So... Um, so today you had the nice weather, Matt. Did uh, you hang around with the little guy outside? Did you do anything fun? You have got the land speeder out yet, have you?
1: Have not gotten the land speeder out yet.
0: For those uh, listening in, those following along at home, uh, we're super excited because uh, Mr. Matt has amazing friends. That decided to pimp out his kid and gave him a Star Wars Land speeder. Instead of those Barbie cars or like the little Hummer things, they got he got the cool one. He's got the Land Speeder.
1: It's super dope. Yeah. It makes all the the movie sounds and stuff. His grandparents were in town this weekend though, and they brought an old John Deere tractor, a pedal tractor. <gasps> yeah, yeah. So that's what we were using outside this weekend. That, wow, that's how manual we
0: labor, not, not electronic. Yeah. That's
1: amazing. Oh yeah. So so we're we're gonna Try the tractor before we go out into space. We're going to do like <laughs> real farming before we do like more farming, Luke, right? That's yeah. what Luke
0: did. So that yeah. thing works pretty good. Um, so my tonight the uh, the guest tonight is one of my favorite folks. We've actually been on the show before. I forget the number. I actually try and go back and look at it, but I since forgot. The guest tonight is one of my favorite people in here to city, uh, Mr. Jake Clapp. Uh, I'm just going to bring him right in instead of giving a whole big rundown of why I love him. I'm just going to bring him in so you'll fall in love with him yourself. Oh, Jake, hello, hello. How you doing? Nice. Thanks for being in here. Um, now. Those who remember uh, Mr. Jake Clapp, uh, he was, uh, you were one of my probably first 15 shows, I think. It, it was my first on. 10. Yeah. 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 And uh, you are a uh, the work of the City Paper, one of my favorite publications here in Rochester. Uh, what's exactly your title? I know there was a little bit of shuffling around a while back. Yeah.
2: So. Uh, back in December, um, I. I was moved from the arts entertainment editor. Mm -hmm. Rebecca Rafferty was promoted to arts entertainment editor.
0: Which is great, Uh, by the way. I love Rebecca, she's amazing, and that's her wheelhouse. And she's killing it. She is, oh my god, totally is.
2: Uh, And so technically now I'm just the music editor Mm. and a news reporter covering (gasps) immigration, housing, and Kind of odds and ends.
0: Oh, so, so. lighthearted things you're saying. Oh, yeah. Oh, easy. just
2: yeah. fluff work and that? I got tired of writing about like happy things. So I was like, <laughs> oh,
0: let's go talk about the poverty rate in Rochester. I was right smiling now. too much when I left, left my job at the day. So uh, that is some serious stuff. Now, you are um, are you enjoying this? I mean, this transition? Oh, I love it. absolutely uh, love it.
2: Yeah. Uh, I loved being an arts and entertainment editor, but I was tied to my desk just a little too much. So City,
0: we love our arts and entertainment. It's yeah. what we do. And when it when it comes on, it comes on strong around yeah. here. So, <laughs> uh, but so you've been um, uh, this, that that's a very heavy load. Is that, was that a normal breakup? Was that someone else having that job before or those specific kind of like housing? And is there always been an editor or an reporter focusing on that? Uh,
2: more or less mm-hmm. um, over the years, we have kind of just shuffled beats around kind of shuffled topics around to different writers as the stories kind of came up. But, uh, you know, housing is such an important topic in Rochester now and immigration, especially in the last two years has grown to become such an important Mm -hmm. topic. So whenever, uh, we saw, Hey, we need some more help on the news side of things. Let's get Jake to start reporting a little bit more. Uh, I got, um, I drew the immigration and housing beats, well, which it, I absolutely love, so. I mean, you... Very interesting.
0: When the last time you were on, we actually was right after uh, there a storm had hit uh, Louisiana, which is your hometown, yeah. you know, like yeah. home state. Uh, and we were talking about the housing and the concerns then, too. So it's yeah. clearly something that you have compassion and concern and, you know, definite interest in. I mean, it just came across in the conversation. So it is... Uh, you must be... Uh, so I, I realize it's not the happy sort of entertainment news But do you find yourself a little more uh, feeling fulfilled with these sort of this I do. projects?
2: Absolutely. Yeah, and I I Felt completely fulfilled reporting on arts entertainment around sort, Rochester. Yeah, yeah. yeah but, I didn't mean to uh, d-
0: downplay that uh, You did a great no. job there, too But I do see you smiling more and less tired. I have to say a little less stressed. You, you still yeah. have the worry lines But I think that's because of the topic you're d- dealing with but yeah um, I like to consider because I have really expressive eyebrows.
2: That that's, the, <laughs> that's the reason why. It's you one know. of your finest features, yeah. the, the
1: eyebrows. <laughs>
2: it is.
0: It's, it's very impressive. It's uh, all I can think of. If you ever watch um, the. Uh, uh, for so, all
2: the people who can see us. This, this is right perfect now, for radio. So, it's
0: actually yeah. the best thing to describe how someone's eyebrows are working in radio. Uh, but, yeah, it's. You very, very expressive. I mean, you're a smiling sort of guy too, so it's nice. Yeah. It's uh, we're, I know you're not a from Rochester, but we love you here in Rochester. You're oh. honorary well, Rochester. Rochester too, so. Uh, now, how long you been at City Paper? Uh, just four years. Yeah. Just four years. That's a long time in public, in news? Yeah. Yeah, that's, yeah. That's, that's a long time.
2: Well, look at my publisher who's been at it for like 50 years, oh my so. God. <laughs> that's impressive,
0: <laughs> holy cow. Yeah, yeah is
2: that, how, how long has City been in existence? Like uh, we are on our 47th volume. Right now, wow. so uh, cool. 1974 oh, started. Yeah, that is really um, seen. Is it always been um, oh, wait, the same? That, do I have that math right? I think 74.
0: Okay, that's, that, if it works. Uh, uh, someone may let us know. If, if, if anyone wants to correct us, <laughs> feel to do so, because people love correcting those uh, you know, on the air.
1: That's our bonus trivia question this week. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Actually, we have trivia questions. I saw somebody texted me and asking if there's going to be trivia questions tonight. So there will be trivia questions.
1: It's coming. We yeah. just started. We, we have to get to know Jake a little bit yeah, first, exactly, guys.
0: Exactly. Uh, but yeah, I think it's. I have some friends that just harass me. Just they want trivia. And it's a reason to start the conversation on harassment. So... Um, I have more people directly text me that I don't want to give my phone number out on the air, but I should because I have more conversations happening on my phone. Like t- tweet me, by the way, folks, tweet Jake. Actually, you're on Twitter as well. I love following yeah. you. Uh, is it uh, Jake? Is it underscore clap? Yes. Uh, s- at Jake underscore clap. Cool. And yeah. double P, right? Yes. Two P's. It- uh, awesome. Um, yeah, so if you have any corrections, let us know what we're messing up at. Please let us know. You can do it there. Uh, Matt Obscure in the box, too, if you want to harass him. He's he's always a good guy to harass on Twitter. Double so- P on mine, too. <laughs> nice. The silent P after the T's.
1: Exactly. So, yeah, Jake's Twitter is a great feed to follow. If you need up-to-date Rochester news and information and a lot of chuckles,
0: yeah. it's a good one to follow. You have some snarky come, uh, comebacks sometimes, too, which I'm very impressed with, by the way. I, I, was, I have certain people I kind of list that I'll follow, And uh, I just, every once in a while, I'll see a little one-liner from you for something else, and it'll be this conversation flowing backwards. And you're a person that I followed people uh, in Rochester because of your either kind of fun banter back and forth. I'm like, whoever this person is can keep up with Jake. I like (laughs) him. So I have a bunch of people I've been following thanks to that. So
2: I I try to break it up occasionally. Which is good. If I don't get a... uh, like fifty likes on a tweet. After a while, I get kind of itchy. <laughs> don't we all? Fifty? Yeah, yeah. Man, yeah. well, I feel it, like that's pretty good for Rochester. This
1: guy so. is plugged in. Yeah. I, I don't know if I've ever gotten over five. So fifty is
2: like amazing.
0: Do you ever? Do you know what your most liked tweet is? You ever look look at that up? Have you ever figured no. it out? It's, oh, it's an interesting thing to do.
2: Uh, actually, I think it was peak. So not to bring us down for a
0: second. Okay. Um, keeping it real, I see how it is. Yeah.
2: I I think it was. Uh, a profanity-laced tweet about uh, a recent mass shooting where people were trying to blame it on mental illness mm-hmm. rather than white supremacist terrorism. So mm. uh, I think I
0: had some kind of comeback about that. And anyway,
2: this, that was this thing, turned
0: huh? very sad. Now, how, when you're tweeting out these, I mean, these responses, do you, I mean, how... I guess the question is, do you tweet everything that you think of out or is there a lot of like no save, no delete, no change? Like how what's percentage of tweets you type up versus tweets you send out?
2: Oh, percentage uh, it's very low.
0: Oh, is it? Okay. Yeah, I I tend to overthink. I tend no, to overthink. you yeah. overthink things? I I, hard to imagine. Yeah, so. it,
2: it'll take me two hours to write the first paragraph of a story. So
0: really, And then does it start kind of flowing easier from After that? Yeah, the yeah. Kind of seal so. sort of breaks and you come pouring out that way. Uh, actually, speaking of Twitter, I just realized something. I, I've always—I uh, don't know how it happened—but I just started following you today, Matt. On, I was following you, I, I'm pretty sure, because I have you on a list that I saw. So I'm not sure what happened.
1: I don't. I, yeah, I noticed that too. I, I didn't want to blow up your spot.
0: You can welcome blow up my but, spot anytime. Like, if anyone, uh, th- this is a general call out. If anyone out there thinks there's someone I should know on Twitter, either to talk with, to have on the show, or just people that I should know in Rochester. Let me know. Yeah, blow, I mean, blow me up, Call me out on that. Sort your of friend stuff. and radio partner is a pretty good place to start. Yeah, I, I was surprised. I, mean, I don't know how. I, I, I mean, you're just not a locked thing. I must. I have you on a list. I must. I have a list of. I have a couple. The the software I use has four or five people that I watch specifically, and just just for conversation of us. And I have you in there. I just must have been follow, like seeing your list without following.
1: It. Is I the name know. of that list mute? Is yeah, that it what, it is? Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's probably what the problem was. I, I think I figured it out. Never sketchy. click on this list. <laughs> <laughs> useless opinions mad yeah. obscure <laughs> that's great though
0: um, so it, uh, back to the topic at hand about Twitter and stuff um, that so that's the one you got the most likes you think Morris maybe maybe
2: yeah. recently that was a that was a pretty ah. grabbing Twitter but I, I think for a reason though it came with a lot of frustration
0: yeah oh, uh, understandable. you know, so well kudos for you for not just broadcasting out every thought like someone that we won't talk about that's orange so <laughs> Uh, kudos! That's staying classy, Jake. staring classy. Um, oh, the best. Yeah, the best. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, so now we're talking about city paper. Talking about everything else. And the city. If any point in time, side note, people want to have questions for Jake, please let us know as well. Yeah, please tweet at me. Yeah, tweet at all of us if you wish to. Um, but now city paper. It is one that I, I obviously takes place. It's mostly shared out in the city. How far is the range? Do you know, it how far you can get a city paper. Um, I can't it be exact. O- it yeah kind of, yeah I yeah. can't
2: think off the top of my head how far out we go but we are generally the greater Rochester. Okay. Area, Good. so you know you can find us in Greece and Gates and mm-hmm. Irondale and Webster and you know okay. all of the suburbs.
0: That's fair. Yeah. I mean, when I used to work out in Farmington, I actually would grab a stack of them and bring them out to the uh, the lunch break room where I worked at, just to put it out there to help people understand that not everything out from the southern tier is the only thing happening in the world. Because you always find out about the st- like the best shows the day after it happened and that sort of stuff. And City Paper, the calendar has always been amazing.
2: How was the pickup?
0: Uh, good. Uh, actually, there's some folks there in the city that just wouldn't ever scoop them up. They'd be, yeah, you know, they wanted to, or mm-hmm. just never see them, or never think about it. So uh, it would be a fair good stack, depending on the depending on the cover art. I think would help a lot too. Um, but it was definitely good, and I would get a conversation going because uh, sometimes I'd walk in, and we have it was definitely a mixed crowd there. Uh, very Republican, very uh, not political, but still vocal. Mm-hmm. So it was it was nice to see a conversation spawn from putting out. That in front of there. That's, that's, that, that's all my. Yeah. That's my nefarious plot. I want people to talk and converse and think. So one
2: of our taglines is we want to start a conversation. We want uh, let the conversation start with us and then keep it going.
0: Nice, and that works really well. Actually, I think that's that's perfect. Um, and uh, it's actually neat uh, mentioning um, uh, cover cover art and uh, yeah. other interesting things. Uh, you recently had one that got some people's attention. It was uh, it, it seemed to happen right after four twenty. Uh, but it was uh, centric on uh, the drugs and things of that nature. Yeah. Um, and uh, it was a story by uh, Frank DeBlaze. How, how I pronounce his last name? Yeah. Right? DeBlaze. DeBlaze. Yeah. Uh I've known Frank for years. I'm horrible with names. I'm always nervous, and it's horrible for radio too. But uh, uh, it was a story by Frank about his Parkinson's and the, his adventures and misadventures in the study of uh, medicinal marijuana and medicinal medicinal cannabis. cannabis. Yeah. 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 And it first off i think renee did the cover art for that yeah. one too so kudos to renee she's a great talented person so um but uh, what how, what was the response for this speaking of like the republican and democrat and yeah did it, the explosions anger people just like of course they're going to do drugs or something else or what <laughs> happened
2: no uh overwhelmingly positive nice. um i i have not seen Personally, I have not seen a negative comment about this story.
0: Good. I was um, actually. I mean, that's not, not. I'm not. sure Shouldn't be surprised, but yeah. I was slightly nervous well, because I'm, I'm that's, sure they're out there. Yeah. yeah. yeah.
2: But um, you know, Frank has had people. So Frank came in this morning and he was telling me about how he was at a show over the weekend and, you know, he was mobbed with people who kept saying, "Oh, I read the story. I read the story."
0: It was shared. I, by the way, it was shared a lot. I. I. It's one yeah. of the ones I. I saw. Sh- One of the most shared ones I think I've seen in quite a while from my perspective, at least.
2: Yeah, I think uh, I think the reception has been really positive. Mm -hmm. Um, I think a lot of it has to do with Frank. Yeah, Uh, it's a very personal story. Mm -hmm. Uh, He wrote it with a lot of humor and a lot of uh, wit and a a whole lot of heart too.
0: You There's know. definitely his voice in there. And I love, yeah. love Frank's voice. He's always been, I mean, his his writing style is great. His I've fallen in love with bands or at least gone to shows which I never would have thought of going because of his description of them. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, it's truly nice. So uh, definitely his, you know, him and his life, current life problems going on definitely lends itself to being shared and, and understandable. So it wasn't just a typical, like, should drugs be legal or should it be this? No. Yeah, no. It was this person's the style Now actually desc- describe more about the article if you don't yeah. Like.
2: so um, about a year ago maybe two years ago some videos started popping up on social media especially YouTube and found their way to Facebook of uh, of people with Parkinson's disease um, like right in the middle of some kind of uh, symptom with mm-hmm. Parkinson's it could be uh, the tremors that's really associated with it. It could be um, balance issues or incoherence or
0: And it's all over the like place. That. I, I oh, yeah, recently yeah. just had a whole uh, meeting at the U of R about Parkinson's. There was a big... Yeah,
2: and, and Frank gets into, uh, he calls it a snowflake disease because yeah. uh, no two people have the same sort of Symptoms are mm-hmm. the same sort of uh, effects of Parkinson's.
0: Well, I mean, it's the breakdown of the the brain cells and neural yeah. pathways, right? So, I yeah. mean, it's an amazing machine. Your brain does everything. So if a couple of things start misfiring or falling apart, it's I mean, there's so many variables on it, right? Yeah, so, absolutely. Exactly. Um, but yes, yeah, snowflake yeah. disease sounds ra- rather accurate for it, but yeah. now continue on, please. Yeah, I, so
2: cool. uh, these videos started popping up of people um, right in the middle of having some sort of like tremors or something like, and they take uh, a lot of these videos are with uh, tinctures of medical cannabis Mm -hmm. and uh, taking a couple of drops of them within 10 to 15 minutes, they're laying still on a, on a couch Mm -hmm. and they're relaxed and they're having these effects are very much calmed down uh, and abated. So um, these videos started popping up and Frank and I started talking about it in the office and I was like, Hey, medical cannabis is legal as here in New York state. They just opened up Columbia care mm-hmm. in Kodak park, uh, which was in 2016, I believe. Uh, and I was like, Frank, why don't you, um, try to get your medical marijuana card mm-hmm. and give this a shot and write about it. And he was instantly on it. Oh yeah. Um, and so, uh, I won't give the story away, but, um, needless to say, it was a lot easier than he expected. Mm hmm. Uh, so Frank went through the process and then he he wrote about what it was like
0: it and it was a, it's a neat read. And like you said, also the humor was in there. I yeah. I actually laughed multiple times out loud enough that I was reading it. The girlfriend asked me what I was reading and I was talking about like, oh, it's city paper and the topic and she's like, what are you laughing about? Like he was talking about uh, forgetfulness and forgetfulness. I think forget- what it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I literally
2: read that twice. Like, oh, I done. am so happy that made you laugh because as I was editing it, I was like, I wonder if people are gonna get this.
0: Oh I got, it, I, got <laughs> so. I got it great. It was It was perfect. There was a couple other spots in there that I literally, could see him thinking like, I mean, he's a very entertaining man. He can, yeah. he speaks well. Uh, I can see him probably thinking about it. Like I could do a little bit, you know, I can soften it here. I can, you know, get that good tone. And it's nice because there's a lot of facts in it. There's a lot yeah. of information and yep. it was delivered. Well, I gotta say too.
2: Yeah. But, and uh, it, it ended up being one of our longest stories over the last, maybe last six months or last year too but it's, it's sort of one of those topics you have to dig in. You have to explain uh, how does this work? You know, what are the complexities of medical cannabis in New York state? And then uh, the challenge then is to make sure you present it in a way that keeps people reading. Mm-hmm. So uh, and I hope we did that.
0: I think you did. I mean, based For on sure. how people shared it, I, I think it to be uh, and people like sent around to me because uh, when 420 happened around here, people asked if I was going to have a show somehow focused around about it. And I never have. It's not something yeah. it's such a weird. Uh, uh, issue for some people to me it it's a um, it's an amazing plant Um, I've encountered people that are scientists working on it I was in Amsterdam for a bit traveling through I went to a a, actually big flower show of all things and um, I I met a doctor whose specialty was uh, studying the medicinal medicinal aspects of this this was 2004 I believe and um, he just blew my mind but he said he's like oh you're in America you probably will never hear about this and he he was a, a I mean, I couldn't tell where his accent was from, but, uh, definitely, you know, either English or maybe a a very light Australian, who knows, Mm -hmm. but, uh, he focused all of his research and he was there because the, the European union at that point in time was realizing like, this is a, this is something we should be studying. It should be there.
2: And and that doesn't happen in in the U S as much, uh, because, uh, it's still a schedule one drug federally. The research on, you know, the effects that cannabis can have on Parkinson's is really minimal. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Frank kept encountering that. He just kept encountering like, oh, there isn't a whole lot of research. There isn't a whole lot of research. We're not exactly sure what's going to happen. Mm. Yeah, the um, extent
1: is all anecdotal, right? It, the most yeah.
2: you get are those YouTube videos. There's yeah, really it no really is. Yeah. scientific. Uh, there are a couple of studies that the Parkinson's Foundation has, has uh, sponsored, mm-hmm. but it's not as wide extent as you would.
0: You would expect I mean it's tough I mean we, you, you can't you don't want to risk your funding as a research no. person you you can't even it's it's a very hard time to get money as it is and you know you don't want to have, have any sort of complications any sort of hindrance or be just something yanked away because of ignorance I yeah. mean I I'm a person check to study it out like we need to d- dive deep into it but I'm still amazed that it's a class I mean a schedule one drug that's yeah. that's hardcore drugs that's, that's like uh,
2: heroin and uh, yeah Cocaine. Yeah, and, yeah. Yeah. Whatever yeah, the so. worst
0: stuff you were warned of as a kid. Stay away from. It's that. And then marijuana yeah, yeah. and and cannabis yeah. and stuff. Yeah. Um, that's just shocking. So. Um, so I waited long enough, by the way. I had two people message in asking about trivia questions. So, Jake, do you want to have a trivia question for tonight? So, Let's go for it. Awesome. So uh, those who have never listened to the show before, this is how it works is. Um, I asked Jake a question, uh, and he has all show to answer it. He has multiple choice. Uh, if uh, he gets it right, he can join me for meatballs and beer at Skylark or cash value if never one see my face again. Uh, If you guys first person to write in with the answer, that you can join us, learn more about Jake, what's going on at City Paper, um, or just hang out with me another time. So uh, we actually have two questions in case the first one's really easy, just in case. But uh, the question is actually since I figure since you're from um, you're from New Orleans that area originally, uh, Baton Rouge. uh, Baton Rouge, excuse me, Baton Rouge. I meant to say, Mm. Uh, and that's quite a a place for foods and other exotic things. It's actually a food-related topic here. A trivia question for you. Uh, The question is, when French explorers passed through the region here, the Seneca Indians, they enjoyed them and they fed them a meat dish that was beans and squash. Uh, They commented that the beef was very, uh, very delicious, but wasn't quite what they they didn't know what it was. Uh, And the question is, because the reason why they're asking, because there wasn't any sort of beef or cattle in the area yet at that time. What was the thing the French explorers had from the Seneca Indians? Was it a venison? Makes sense big deer Uh, was it B, the spotted squirrel. It's an indigenous species uh, extremely plump rodent Uh, I was found in this area, but uh, completely wiped out by white man because it's very delicious (laughs) Is it C sturgeon those large fish you see uh, and it's known for it's very beef-like flavor or was it D? Dog Uh, domesticated dog was spreading like crazy and the Seneca's just ate them up, too so one of those answers Hmm. is correct Uh, you can answer you can answer now you can wait till end of the show you can Bounce it back and forth with this guy in the glass box because that guy there has a rate. He's got it almost all right.
1: I'm coming for you. I'm, I, I can't help. We're competing now. That's <laughs> how this works. You said cash
0: value, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cash value. You don't want to see me again. <laughs>
1: Been waiting for years. For
0: yeah. 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 Luckily, no one's cash, in the cash value. I guess they want. They realize they get more out of me there yeah. instead. <laughs>
2: so. so wait. I, I can't think if I've ever had sturgeon before.
0: You probably won't. They're endangered. They they there's a very large push to bring them back to this area. Okay. So they're enormous. They're uh look like logs floating in the water. Um, But is
2: this true that it tastes like beef? I don't
0: know. It's that's what the question says. That's the thing. So I don't know if it tastes like beef. I know uh uh, tortoise tastes like beef. Tortoise tastes like buttered beef. If you ever want random mm-hmm. thing that tastes like beef i know of <laughs> uh the reason i know that is because um tortoises they it took 150 years for a single living tortoise to make it from uh the uh the galapagos to the english uh museum for study because every time they get one eventually someone would eat it on the ship and they're very tasty so yeah it's uh, the if some of the first th- first recorded stuff about galapagos tortoise is recipes for them wow yeah okay yeah, yeah. so but I don't know about sturgeon that's I, I I'm not sure about beef flavor myself I've never had it, but the question says sturgeon if it is the right answer sturgeon which is known for its beef-like flavor So
1: okay, uh, I might have to think on this but Matt see I was going down the same direction I'm leaning towards sturgeon too, so One of the rules in the trivia game is that we can't pick the same answer because that that's not fun
0: That's his I, his rule. It's not my yeah. rule. You can both be wrong on the same answer if you guys want to but.
2: I'll uh, I might say squirrel
0: Squirrel, yeah, the spotted squirrel, the an indigenous animal, very plump and tasty.
2: Now I've had squirrel, mm-hmm. uh, so I can't say it is tasty, but is it beef like? That's it. It's it's not very beef like. <laughs> yeah, it, it strikes
1: me as a little bit more. Uh,
0: but it was game-y? a spotted squirrel. yeah, yeah. 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 So there was the answer. <laughs> mm-hmm So that's a question. If uh, if you feel like you really need an answer, we can toss another one out. I brought two just in case. Hmm. I don't know if you uh, you knew Seneca Indian food. Uh, uh, you know options so uh, But those are questions you guys have an answer for us Let us know you can shoot me a message at Magnus Apollo On Twitter or Jake underscore clap Double P on Twitter as well uh, Mr. Matt obscure in the box over there you can write to him At Matt obscure at Twitter
1: that's right let uh, me know If you think it's Sturgeon by mm. the way if you Want to know what Sturgeon looks like where can you find him Magnus
0: uh, actually, if you want to do sturgeon, you can go to the Central Park Zoo and actually learn more about sturgeons there. There's a great big uh, group there trying to bring sturgeons back into the uh, like, right. like the whole. This area is known for uh, these amazing animals that, unfortunately, very big and easy to catch and mm-hmm. just kind of. Could be tasty. Could be beef-like for all we know.
1: They are really cool too. Yeah. Like, there's a giant tank in the reptile house, kind of right near mm-hmm. the, the otters. It's really neat. Anytime we're there with the, the kid, I always stop in there and just stare for a while because it, it's awesome. They're yeah, really it's, cool fish.
0: It's, it looks like a, a fish out of a prehistoric times. So yeah. it it's really impressive. So um, if you guys look it up, uh, let me know what you see. what you, If you think on there has. Um, I mean this thing is like it's from the triassic period. I think literally it's from the triassic period. That's how old this thing is. So and wow.
1: it hasn't changed much since. Like it looks it oh,
0: yeah, yeah. It's, it's it's amazing. Uh I mean and it is uh huge. I mean it is three to four feet long or something crazy like that, if I remember full size. Yeah, so. I, they're not
1: that big in the tank. That's a, that's a whole lot of
0: beef flavor. Yeah, that's the reason yeah. they, they try to catch them, I guess. They're supposed to be yeah, the, pretty big, pretty yummy.
1: The so. cows of the sea.
0: <laughs> I mean. uh, oh, I, sorry. Uh, someone just wrote in uh, several things. There's actually seven to 12 feet long, typically ranging. Someone just sent me the link on Wikipedia. So apparently, that's the right thing? Wow, that's true. That's impressive. Yeah, seven to 12 feet long.
1: Everyone furiously Google what these things look like now unless you're driving. Please don't
0: do
2: it If you do
0: do, do not die, please do not die.
2: Actually are the rules allow me to just Google this answer. No, no, I see (laughs) Ah.
0: Look at the guy like you Exasperated oh, face in that there. Don't
2: mind me. I'm actually just tweeting right now.
0: Oh, I see how it yeah. is. I see how it is. Oh my god. These rules
1: are the same as any other like pub trivia. It's just a lot drier.
0: Yeah. yeah. I hope Mike. The the luckily the people that that message in seemed pretty good. They don't they don't uh, cheat too much. So uh, we do have some people to send in some uh, red herrings. Uh, maybe red sturgeon this time. Who knows? Uh, to to trick our, our guests. So that happens. Um, but no. I'll throw
1: this out too with Magnus's okay. trivia questions. They are nearly ungoogleable. Hmm.
2: Yeah,
0: mm-hmm. that's that oh, part of my thing is to find ones that are really hard. We had one. But last week people try to send me our question last week was about uh, uh, comic strips. Actually, mm-hmm. some of the first the first comic strips ever to appear in Rochester back in 1899. And it is there is no reference form. People were people were sending me in. Like, is this it? Is this it? Nope. We have no there, there's no uh, history of it, I can't yeah. find any links for it. These two, yeah. Wow, yeah. These,
1: these trivia questions. People don't know this, but what Magnus does in between shows, he, he full on goes like Dan Brown and he goes down into the basement of Rushbury's library with the microfiche. Oh,
0: I do. Yeah. <laughs> and sliding around, uh, furiously researches. Yeah, that or also a time travel. One of the two, whichever sounds better. I'm thinking.
2: So. so actually, I just want to know a little bit more about these 1899 comic strips.
0: Yeah, uh, they were. Oh, it, see, I'm trying to think of the name of it. It was. It's a really weird name. The, Heathcliff. <laughs> 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 nah, the magic the garbage <laughs> ape back in the day yes ye oldy garbage ape yeah yeah oh my gosh there's a off the next time we have you on a podcast we, we do podcasts now as well and we're gonna have a whole like 20 minute ramble about Heathcliff on our when you come on it's it's gonna happen we won't do it here but it will happen
2: oh I can't wait now
0: it's
1: it's a running thing we looked at it in another show it's bananas so anyway um yeah what were the, what was the name of it it was like
0: uh, one was it uh, well I'll look it up in a second. Uh, we'll continue to, continuing on with the yeah. the flow of uh, the city paper here. actually, I'll research back what it was. Um, so uh, so now the city paper being a, a publication, are you were you a person that grew up reading I mean a print guy? were you a person that had these sort of like are you a magazine newspaper guy or Are you like what's your
2: well yeah, in, to this? Uh, in short, actually it it didn't strike me until after I graduated from print journalism. Then I remembered that actually I was on my uh, elementary school uh, TV news team Mm -hmm. as a reporter. And I kind of forgot about that until after I actually went into journalism. Mm -hmm. Um, But I yeah, I grew up reading our uh, daily newspaper in my hometown of Lake Charles, Mm -hmm. Louisiana, uh, Lake Charles doesn't have an alternative news weekly like city newspaper does, but you know, I, I really liked print newspaper. I really liked journalism. Um, something about it, just, uh, the idea of talking to people, Mm -hmm. being able to learn another person's story. And then, you know, whenever you strike on something that's very important, you can then tell other people about it. Mm -hmm. And so whenever, um, but actually, I grew up thinking I would go into history. Really? Um, yeah, I kind of thought that I would be a researcher for like, some sort of history publication.
0: Uh, I, have no- I don't think I've ever met someone who was like, I was dreaming to be a history researcher. Yeah. That's, that's impressive. In, in, By the way, his expressive <laughs> eyebrows are happening on the show right now, guys. You haven't seen it, but he is really emoting with these eyebrows. It's impressive.
1: If so. you're wondering what Jake looks like, we do have a picture up on the Facebook right now, so you can kind of put it together. Yeah.
2: The great... Uh, Jerry Samansky superhero oh, yeah, yeah, picture. Yeah. It yeah. is an awesome photo. Fo-
1: yeah, I, I put it up earlier, and I was like, "Yeah, I use this picture because you straight up look like a superhero." I think it's like in the <laughs> Spiegel tent, and the, the the lighting is perfect. I'm like,
0: "Yeah." Yeah. Follow, find yeah. us on Facebook, by the way. Uh, Mind of Magnus Radio. Check us out, or just go to mindofmagnus.com, and I think it'll direct you right to the Facebook page too. So follow sure. us. Check them out there. Look at that sexy guy. Check uh, check Jake out. So, uh, but so that makes sense. You you like history. You yeah. love di- diving deep into this. Uh, because one of the art, one of the things I want to talk about that this is kind of a good transition into it. But you did a, a amazing information on Douglas Adams. Douglas, Frederick Sorry, we had a conversation before about the uh, Hitchhiker's Guide that just fell back in my brain. So yeah, Frederick Douglas, you did one. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm laughing about. So 42 is a great answer for this one, um, but. So recently, the City Paper, you uh, you had done uh, a lot of history uh, deep dive into this. Yeah, so this yeah, is... and
2: it's it's still ongoing too. You know, um, we published our the launch of a quarterly, uh, a year long quarterly series uh-huh. um, on the life of Frederick Douglass, specifically tied to Rochester. Mm-hmm. Uh, we started February fourteenth, which actually happened to be the two hundredth anniversary of his chosen birth, mm-hmm. um, and it was it was a lot of fun. It was um, really fascinating. Uh, it was uh, really interesting. Um, and I'm really excited about the rest of this series that we have going on. Actually, uh, we have a website set aside for it called rockdouglas.com. Mm-hmm. R-O-C, oh. uh, douglas.com. And we're, we are also shooting to have maybe uh, one or two articles every month that is not kind of tied to this overarching mm-hmm. uh quarterly series so we have we've had uh, an interview with uh a direct descendant of frederick Douglass, who is now a modern day abolitionist hmm. uh we did a feature on a lot of the important women who influenced douglas's life um and a-, a few other things like um an art review that uh becca did on roco's um excuse me roco's no soil better mm. show things like that
0: Wow. So, and this must've been perfect for you uh, as a person who wanted to be a researcher in history, you got to dive deep into some of these things. I mean, yeah. where, where do yeah. you pull this information from? I mean, you there's a, a family member, so he must've had some resources and stuff. Well, actually
2: uh, I didn't connect with, uh, his name is Kenneth Morris Jr. Uh, mm-hmm. I didn't connect with him until after um, we had already published the first story. Oh, wow. um, but so uh, kind of, starting out short of it is we partnered with open mic rochester mm-hmm. uh to be able to do this we um we had this vision of wow there's a lot that we can dive into about frederick Douglass, his life and what we wanted to find out is how does rochester live up to douglas's ideals um this is a city that likes to claim douglas as their own so what is Rochester like today, living up to the things that Frederick Douglass st- stood for? Okay. So we thought, oh, this is way too big of a project. So we partnered with uh, Open Mic Rochester. Mm-hmm. And so uh, Tiana... And Open
0: Mic is just, uh, for the listeners who don't know, Open oh, yeah, Mic is. Open
2: Mic Rochester is an online uh, African-American publication mm-hmm. um, doing... Amazing work uh, last year. They did a, a big story on uh, gun violence. They've done stories on gentrification mm-hmm. uh, Tiana Mignon who co-wrote this story with me is In
0: my opinion the best journalist in Rochester Wow. Uh, she's That's the high doing, regards. I mean you, yeah. you work with a lot of talented people and this is a very talented town. So yeah. kudos uh, She is doing some really awesome
2: stuff with open mic and mm-hmm. uh, they um, Yeah, so they partnered with us to uh, help us together this really big project i mean kind of the overarching theme like i said is to see how does rochester live up to douglas you know how does rochester live up to uh what douglas stood for with equality and and uh liberty and freedoms what are you finding so far um not well uh not to um you mm. know we we get into this in the in the first story uh, but you could look at uh, ACT Rochester put out uh, a really pretty, um, pretty damning report mm-hmm. that uh, racism and inequality really impacts Rochester in massive ways. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I can't remember some of the statistics off the top of my head, but uh, y- you look at how Rochester props up Douglas as their own, mm-hmm. but then we have massive income disparities. We have uh, poverty rates that are just sky high. We have some of the worst in
0: the nation. Yeah, okay. we have
2: uh, the worst school district in the state here oh, in Rochester, and you you kind of have to say, okay, where is the where's the disconnect here? Mm-hmm. Um, so that's what we're trying to dig into more in in this wow. year long series. Um.
1: It's going to be fascinating to see how that all comes out. Mm-hmm. I'm, yeah. I'm excited yeah. to see what you find as you go through this process with Tiana.
2: I'm, uh, I'm really excited too. Uh, we won't spoil anything. The next story is out uh, June 27th. Mm-hmm. We have one coming out in September and then one at the end of the year. Oh, wow. So, That's impressive.
0: Uh, someone has messaged. What are uh, Jeff just writes this and uh, what are uh, his ideals? What, if you had to yeah. kind of break it down.
2: Yeah. So uh, in, Basic terms, Frederick Douglass really stood for equality mm-hmm. in in real terms. Uh, he was uh, not only an abolitionist, he was also a suffragist. Uh, he and Susan B. Anthony were uh, very close um, until they had a split after the Civil War, whenever uh, over voting rights, um, which I need to learn a little bit more about. Mm-hmm. Um, but really in... Uh, Blanket statement, this equality across the board, trying to uh, make sure that people uh, broke down racist ideals, white supremacy ideals in the state or in the in the country.
0: Wow. Um, Oh uh, side note uh, I gotta give a thank you To someone else Who sent a message in Um, This is from Becca Uh, She actually remembered The name of the comic strip For us by the way Thank you Becca Yeah thank you Becca Uh, It's a friend of mine's wife That's been listening in She's having a blast Uh, The Jolly Jabbernells Was the name That's right Yeah yeah Jolly Jabbernells Was the name 1899 so uh, she uh, this is Becca. She wrote in last week. She had a blast listening to uh, us with Shawnee and uh, but uh, she wants the end the rubbernecks. She says the other one. There's two comic strips that showed up in 1899.
1: I feel <laughs> like we owe her some meatballs for that.
0: Oh, yeah. She's she deserves some meatballs anyway. She's a cool person. So thanks for following us, Becca. Thanks for yeah. letting me know what's going on. I was trying to go back and search as I was listening here. So but thank you. You saved the day, Becca. You, you've earned our love and admiration. So um, Also, thanks to Jeff for writing questions as well. If you have questions for us, you can welcome to write in. This is uh, if you're tuning in right now. We're listening to uh, this is the Mind of Magnus, and the guest tonight is Mr. Jake Clapp from the City Paper, and we're currently talking about uh, Douglas, uh, not Douglas Adams. Uh, You see, (laughs) talking about uh, 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 Frederick Douglas. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, actually, because he's looking at Douglas's Rochester over in the corner here, the thing. So I end with his his first name. I see that. So, Um, but. now, you were uh, diving deep into this. Is there anything that you, kinda, that you didn't expect? I mean, anytime you're researching, you got to find some stuff that yeah. you're either, either fun, weird, I don't know. But is there something that you found out about uh, Mr. Douglas?
2: I think every time I read something new about Douglas, I find out he was another first at this or he had this connection or he did this. In fact, uh, yesterday, I learned that um, after Abraham Lincoln's death. Uh, Mary Todd gave uh, Lincoln's cane to Douglas. Wow. Um, and it's still in the possession of the Douglas family and the oh. Douglas estate. Um, and that just kind of shows how important Douglas was to Lincoln and to uh, as, a, as a statesman at that time. Hmm. Um, I think one of the most impressive things are one of the things that really surprised me the most was just how um, how encompassing, how big his life really was, uh, how the positions that he held the uh, the places that he traveled to, the esteem that he really you know he was drawing massive crowds mm-hmm. um, as a as an orator, so uh, the more and more that I read about this, the more I realize like, wow, you're scratching the surface you know. It it also comes down to the more that I think I know, the more I realize that I don't know anything. <laughs> Was it the Dunning Kruger oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Uh well you, you the more you know, the more you realize you don't know. But yeah that then yeah, the, vice versa the people that
1: the, the operation Ivy effect, all I know is that I don't know nothing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <for> the, <laughs> yeah. the fifteen people out there that know op Ivy.
0: Um, <laughs> um so uh I, this has been this is great. So uh, a four part series uh is are, are, are people sending in like if people have information for you, can they reach out or if something they yeah, want to absolutely. share? Or? Yeah.
2: Um, in fact, uh, a, uh, a gentleman in Washington, DC who does his own Douglas research, um, in DC where, um, Douglas lived the last 20 years of his life. Mm-hmm. Um, he, uh, has, he has been in frequent contact. I'll say politely, uh, about the connection of Douglas to the University of Rochester, which uh, I, I do agree with him. I think it's a um, it is an area that is not very well explored. Um, so a lot of uh, there's a lot of small bits here and there that are being sent over our way.
0: Huh. Wow. That's this I'm, I'm just processing. This is uh, I, I love. I'm a history guy myself. I grew yeah. up with a father who just loved the uh, the uh, uh, like. Like a lot of things you can learn from history and unfortunately people have this weird notion that you know We're the current era is the best the brightest the smartest the people in the past don't understand what's going on You know those few people that we know just were mildly enlightened in certain areas But it strikes me that Frederick Douglass was a man that uh, he, I mean he, very intelligent man and it seems that he would uh, he, he was a, a listener of those around so it wasn't just his like his message ideas. It seemed like he would uh, adapt and uh, adopt Uh, The thoughts of of others to make a grander concept grander idea
2: well, I I I would agree with that just to go back to what I was saying probably not very eloquently that uh, his his ideal boiled down to is equality Mm -hmm. Uh, the sense that any person um, Has the same rights human rights and human dignity than than any other person and once you see that you follow and branch out to uh, women's rights. You branch out to human rights, to anti-slavery, anti-racism, anti-sexism, and you see this consistently across anything that you read from Douglas. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it depends on the situation. You know, it, he started out as an abolitionist. Mm-hmm. Um, then he, uh, after the Civil War and uh, the Thirteenth Amendment. He flowed into voting rights. And with those voting rights, he was for women's voting rights. Mm -hmm. Uh, I mean, he was for women's voting rights whenever he was also an abolitionist. But uh, you see uh, a big emphasis on um, equality to elect the people who represent you. Mm -hmm. Um, Then uh, in the towards the latter half of his life, whenever, um, in fact, one of the last speeches that I read from him was about uh, lynchings. Mm. And about equality under the justice system. Yeah. Um, and so you, if you follow these threads, you you follow them all the way back, and it's it's a very he was a very consistent uh, all the way across human dignity.
0: That's that's amazing yeah. to see. Like I, I'm always nervous sometimes. You go back in history and find like a person being like he was a great guy in a very narrow broad, like, band of this. Mm-hmm. But like you said, he struck me as I mean, from what I've read in this article here, it seems like this is a man who had a a concept of what the bet, like being a good person requires to be good. Pe- I mean, everyone, the universal rights, it should be absolutely. Yeah. Tie together. The
1: striking thing to me is these are the same battles that we're talking about today.
2: Oh yeah. Yeah. You know? uh, and, and one of the things I don't know if it's, uh, well, I guess it's a little disheartening. You, you read it and you, uh, you read a speech by him and you could swap out the rights about, or swap out words about, uh, about protest or about, uh, civil disobedience and think Mm -hmm. immediately about like taking a knee. Mm -hmm. Uh, you can think about, um, you know, even certain things like, uh, there's modern slavery. That's, that's, uh, Kenneth Morris Jr. Who I, I mentioned earlier, his, uh, current organization, the Frederick Douglass family initiatives, they, they battle, uh, modern slavery. It's like, so a lot of times you can swap out the words and find out, Oh, this is very much, uh, today. Yeah. And, and
1: we're two generations removed, which oh, yeah. in the scope of history really isn't a large amount of time, but in the scope of our country's history, it's considerable and it's still the same commerce. It's, it's odd. And, and like you said, I don't know that there's probably a lot that you'd have to swap out in those speeches to make them sound like they were current to today. So hopefully we can evolve a little more.
2: Yeah. Well, I, I, I think one of the one of the things that I have really enjoyed out of reading, uh, reading about Douglas are also reading more about the bicentennial celebrations that have been happening all around the country is that hopefully people pick up on, these are still really relevant words. These are, you know, I human equality, human rights are timeless. Mm -hmm. So, uh, pick up, you know, the narrative of the life of Frederick Douglass, his first autobiography, I, I like his second one a little bit more, uh, My mm. Bondage and My Freedom. Um, and uh, you can find things within that about the importance of education, the importance of, uh, of self-belief, confidence, and uh, take those for what's going on right now.
1: That's so why I give you guys a lot of credit that, that you've kind of brought the awareness back to it because we all mention it in school, especially if you grew up around here. You know, it's one of those touchstone... Topics you say, oh yeah, Frederick Douglass here and yeah, yeah. To to your point, Susan B. Anthony, but the fact that you're really shining a light on it and trying to get it back out into the the public consciousness is is phenomenal.
2: Absolutely. Well, to to go back to something I said that, you know, it's easy to to be in a high school class and say, okay, I just read the narrative his his autobiography, um, and then you read it as part of let's say uh, a study on. Slavery our pre-civil war America Um, but you don't really dig into Into that further or into oh, I want to learn more about Douglas and it's it's whenever you you kind of disconnect uh, go a little bit further and uh, Try to piece together. What are the timeless parts and you really find that you know this this was a man who? Really is timeless.
0: Mm Mm-hmm It's it's a shame that his like the the message is I mean, it's glad glad the message still exists and it's still being shared out there It's it's sad that it has to be pressed in the same sense and same urgency that he did Generations ago. Yeah, it's it's one of those things like I wish it was one of those things like remember back in the day when people Had to worry about this and say this stuff. Oh, come on Let's go to the movies, you know now it you said it's especially this city for for a city that touts You know, uh, Frederick Douglass You were staring at a city that has the some of the worst uh Divides I've encountered they least in the city this size. I've seen some major cities that you know uh, I've been through Baltimore and stuff and that there's some pockets in there that kind of rough Rochester may not be that rough But there's still a a line that is a certain street will Mm. be one side of the street. versus the other side of the street? It's a different universe. So well, uh, I
2: don't mean to be a downer the uh, I I Think that we have progressed a lot as Mm. a country. I mean uh, You you can look at um, You know the civil rights era and you can see progression as a, as a country. And, Mm -hmm. but it, it, I think having that little bit of an itch, um, in the back of your mind that we need to do better Mm -hmm. and we can do better, um, that will keep you going. You know, I th- I see that as a source of optimism. Like we can do better, and we will do better.
0: Yeah, I think we, I mean, as much as we s- negative stuff in there, I I still think that there is uh, there's a forward progression that's been happening. There's even baby steps here and there. We may have you know, but it doesn't strike me as you know two steps forward, five steps back. We still no. have a couple steps no. forward, then every once in a while we stumble back. And there's some minds that are hard to change out there. And I mean, kudos if we can ever change these. Hopefully, they'll just age out. If we have to worry about some of these thoughts anymore. But like we we're saying, only been a couple ge- a couple generations, and they still haven't aged out some of these antiquated concepts of what yeah. you know standings of you know color of your skin maybe the thing that makes makes you a better person. Who? I yeah. nah, can't understand that. Um, uh, but actually, boy, I got to double check the time. Time is flying by in this already. It is. Uh, we have yeah, actually have ten minutes left in there. Um, so because someone actually just wrote a message in saying uh, love it. Uh, we enjoyed. Uh, The uh, Douglas piece in City Oops, I just closed the thing on here Uh, This was from Nick Uh, Nick says, uh, Jake, good job Uh, We liked the article What was the name of the woman who wrote uh, wrote with you again?
2: That was uh, Tiana Magnon. Okay Uh, M-A-N-O-N
0: Awesome. So uh, just passing on a note, Nick says, great job. Pass along a high five to her. Oh, well, so. thank you, Nick. Um, and uh, they actually also question was uh, the trivia question, which is another thing in here as well. Uh, the trivia question for uh, tonight was when the French uh, explorers came through this area, they were treated to some lovely meals by the Seneca Nation. The Seneca Nation gave them a meat dish with beans and squash. Uh, the meat wasn't beef, although it said it tasted very beef-like, Um the uh, well, I guess it wasn't gamey. Someone just said it, it, what question was it gamey? And I don't. If maybe the thing is it wasn't gamey is how it translates to the current take. Mm-hmm. But what was the? Uh, what did they eat that wasn't beef in this meal? Was it venison? Uh, was it a thing called the spotted squirrel that was an indigenous animal around here that uh, is wiped out once the white guy showed up? Was it C, sturgeon, which is known for its more beef-like and maybe not uh, wild-caught flavor? Or was it D, the domesticated dog, which was spreading quicker than you would imagine in the area? Uh, so they appreciated livestock. They also stayed near them. By the way, someone just wrote in because if it was a dog, it'd be great because they never leave you. <laughs> so, <laughs> thanks for that one, folks. Uh, that a good one. Um, Somebody's very twisted out there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, so that is uh, the question for tonight. We have a. Uh, we'll give the answer in a couple minutes. But do you have an inkling of what you're you're leaning for? Are you still sticking with?
2: I'm still sticking with squirrel. Squirrel. I'm going to say squirrel. Mm, yeah, cool. I was thinking about flipping.
0: Oh, really? I should. I know. I you can I, do anything you want. You got the cool hair in
1: there. I usually Malcolm Gladwell it, and if I go for it, I go for it. But mm-hmm. ah, that the venison thing sounds good. You know what? I'm gonna stay where I am.
0: Stay. You stick with sturgeon. Who's yeah. Yours? Okay.
1: Go with the gut. That's okay. risky.
0: Okay. Uh, if anyone knows what sturgeon tastes like, let us know first. We don't know if we're doing it or not. But uh, so that's the question. Let me know. Me, uh, send a message at MagnusApollo on Twitter or mindofmagnus at gmail Let you know what we think the answer is for that. So. Uh, but Jake so we have only a few minutes left What should we know and what should we be looking forward to in the coming year for the Jake clap for city paper for just oh. how good eyebrows work? I don't know what else should we know about <laughs> in this area
2: Well, I'm trying to perfect that wave I do really wave. Good. Yeah. I, I
0: yeah. can't not stop staring at it now once yeah. it was pointed out I keep staring up at your eyebrows. That's great. <laughs>
2: um, I'm I am very excited about this year at City not only uh, you know the Douglas coverage um, <clears throat> diving into immigration and housing a lot more, getting into the new side. Mm-hmm. Um, tomorrow or not tomorrow, today's Monday, right? It so is. on Wednesday we have a really solid issue coming out. Uh, Tim Macaluso, uh, wrote about the University of Rochester's uh, laser lab. Oh, yeah. Um, and kind of the work that they're doing in there trying to find uh, fission mm-hmm. uh, or perfect fission. As yeah. yeah. Uh, just hearing out the corner of my ear as they're talking about it in the newsroom. Um, sounds really interesting. Um, but there's a... Yeah, it will be it will be an exciting year. I can't say off the top of my head what to look for, mm-hmm. uh, but I, th- I feel like we have... Um, there's been some changes at City with my job changing. Uh, Kurt Indovina is our new digital editor. Mm-hmm. Uh, you might have seen his uh, City Beat um, videos on Instagram, yeah, Twitter, right. and Facebook. Just a comment. I
0: sent the videos of him, so it's He's doing, good. doing some great video stuff. He's that's doing, a lot of fun.
2: Yeah. Uh, so having Kurt in that position, having Becca in that position, um, you know, being able to uh, just be a little bit more creative mm-hmm. you know, across the board, I'm I'm excited about. Was coming out yeah,
0: you guys have really stacked those the, some powerful players in the right spots. So kudos for that I hope That's so, right? Yeah, I hope it. Uh, um, But yeah, we're looking forward to reading more about this uh, and uh, we're looking forward just to I mean hope we have you on We're gonna have you on um, like we're saying we have a podcast going on here uh, We're the only radio show that got excited about having a podcast versus everyone else having a podcast becoming a radio show We're weird here, but Matt and I actually have our own podcast uh, broadcast. You can find it. Where can you find it now? Matt? It is everywhere where
1: podcasts are downloaded. You can get it on Apple, on your uh, the little purple icon on your, your phone there, the podcast one. It's on there. It's on the Google Play Market. Uh, if you go to the Google Play Music section there. We're on Spreaker if you want to get it there. Spotify possibly soon. Mm-hmm.
2: So anywhere you want. I, I will say that if you put it on the background while you're washing dishes, you'll forget if you had a conversation <laughs> with Magnus and Matt or if it was actually just in the podcast which is great. So. We,
0: we were doing you're doing the six by six event there and you like yeah you like Continuing the conversation, you guys. Were, wait, we. Were I saw the face. You're like, "Oh, no! It was just me listening to you guys talk." It's so nice. They well, Matt and I it.
2: regularly talk about wrestling, so I couldn't remember if y'all were talking about WrestleMania on the podcast or if it was. <laughs>
1: it's, it's weird how often that comes up, no matter where I am. So yeah, <laughs> as I stand is it, here is it wearing a wrestling bag? shirt. Yeah, yeah.
0: Oh my gosh, yeah. Um, but I'm glad. I'm glad the podcast is good for doing dishes. That's we'll ha- we'll put that on uh on our quotes page. You know Quotes.
1: Great for dishes. Great for driving.
0: Yeah, exactly. Mm. People don't fall. Yeah, because uh, somebody commented they're enjoying Friday drive time. We have, uh, you will actually be able to hear yourself if you want to tune into yourself next, uh, this Friday, coming up 7 a.m. We do the 7 a.m. drive time here. So.
2: I can't listen to myself on the interviews that I that I record. Just I don't too, know it's I just can... too
0: good? That voice is just too sultry oh, for it's, you? It, it's yeah. too buttery. Yeah. <laughs>
2: it's, I don't think I've ever told you about this, the failed semester I had as a DJ at, uh, LSU's radio station. Oh my God! Was
0: it? Was the DJ name? Do you have a? I was
2: DJ Tweak. DJ Tweak. Nice. Yeah. Because I drank a lot of coffee.
0: (laughs) You. Yeah. Powered by coffee, which is good. I think that's a requirement for City Paper. It Seems like you guys are always cranking out, busy doing stuff. you you're for a city this size, for Rochester this size. I'm impressed by what you guys have created. I mean, and it is a constant barrage of amazing work.
2: It it, we all work very hard, but, uh, you know, support local journalism support, uh, support the people who advertise with us because that's, that is how we make a little bit of money. Mm -hmm. So, uh, go out and support local media.
0: Nice. Well, thank you. Uh, Tonight, the show has been filled with the amazing Jake clap, uh, I find him on Twitter, Jake underscore clap with two P's. Uh, just pick up the city paper. That's the best place to find amazing things happening in the city. Uh, this is just some great topics happening in there as well. Um, uh, but, Jake, thanks for being on. Oh,
1: thank you all for having me anytime. Uh, yeah, thank you. Uh, just a little bit of housekeeping before we go here. Just yeah. hit everything that we went over here. Open Mike Rochester and Rochester City Newspaper are collaborating on the Douglas Project. com is the name of the website yes all right rochestercitynewspaper.com also a great place to check out i uh, want to say thank you to yacht for the use of our theme song that is oh uh,
0: man <laughs> no <laughs> paradise, paradise engineering. engineering there you
1: go oh i flaked on that bad well, you look at me
0: for the answers your yeah. trouble
1: that's how it works but it's off the album Shangri-La, which is a killer mm-hmm. so check that out also our ending music here manic street preachers dreaming a city that's off the Futurology album uh, this has been Mind of Magnus. We've got
0: one. Got a qu- question answer yet? Yeah, first. Oh yeah, that's right. A trivia question. For the answer is the French explorers. What did they feed those lovely folks? What your final answer was? You said squirrel. Squirrel. And you were saying sturgeon. I'm going sturgeon. The answer was actually dog. Oh. oh. <laughs> uh, side note to the listener of the road in saying about the animals staying with them. That exactly the case. Uh, stray dogs were getting let loose, and they're breeding rather well in the wild. And they realized animals were eating them, so they hung around Native Americans. Native Americans were feeding them and eating them. So there you go go so there you go french explorers so thanks so much folks uh thanks
1: we're on again friday morning at seven we've got podcast again on itunes and on google play music we will see you next week thank you
0: thank you so much jake thanks guys see you later